Good evening, family. We are deep into our 21 days of prayer. Does anyone know officially what night it is, Pastor Randy? 17. Thank you, honey. We are night 17. What an honor to be here tonight. I want to share just a few, uh, for a few minutes here on the subject of the Lord healing our land. And as I was studying for tonight, I was obviously reminded of our favorite verse as Christians, 2 Chronicles 7.14. But before we read that verse and kind of dissect it a little bit, I was reminded that before we ever build a house, before we ever bake a cake, there's a process that we follow, right? There's, uh, if Sergey's in here, before he ever uh, does the electrical in a house, there's a process that he needs to follow to do things correctly. And it's the same as we read this verse tonight, Second Chronicles 7.14. There's a process that the Lord wants us to look at and to follow, where at the end of that verse he says that he would heal our land. So we're going to dissect this verse tonight. Second Chronicles 7.14 reads, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. The very first phrase in this verse, the first three words say, if my people. That is a a possessive statement. We are his. He's saying, if my people. And I think Pastor Nicole touched on this a little bit on Sunday, but when we know whose we are, we pray differently. When we understand that we are his, and for some reason in this verse, he wants us to start off that knowledge of the end game, the Lord healing our land. For some reason, he wants us to start and first realize that we are his. Every single day, I tell my kids, I tell them three things, but the first thing that I tell them, I said, Ellie and Bennett, mom and dad love you, but Jesus loves you more. I want them to know with the foundation of their day is that they are fully loved. And we start off this verse knowing that we are his people. God wants us to understand that we are his. The next phrase in that verse says, who are called by my name. And if you study that phrase out, it actually means branded with his name. It would be like having a a large tattoo somewhere where people could see that said that I am Jesus's, I am his. The second thing that he wants us to know that we've been branded with his name. We're a part of that new birth. The Bible says that we are a new creation that the world has never seen. The second thing he wants us to understand is that we are a brand new creation that the world is looking at. The third thing that the verse says is that if his people would humble themselves. You see, prayer is very humbling. When you walk into a room and you start to pray and you can't see the God that you're praying to, that's humbling. And it's meant to be that way. The first word in that phrase that said would, would also denotes that we would take that first step. So in this verse, God is saying that we have a part to play. If, if we would humble ourselves and come into a place of prayer, that he would begin to do something. When I think of the word humble, I think of bowing low before a king. So he talks about coming in. If we would take our, our effort to come in and bow low before him in prayer, that he would begin to do something. If we would humble ourselves before him. The next phrase is kind of three parts. It says, and pray, and seek, and turn from our wicked ways. You see, true prayer always leads to true seeking of the Lord. And if you're truly seeking the Lord, there is always something that happens to your heart. There's always some type of turning that when you're truly seeking him, when you are truly praying, which leads to seeking, that seeking always has a turning in it. There's always something that the Lord will ask you to do in your heart, in your own life. There's some type of turning 
that will happen in your life. The next phrase in that verse says, and then I'll hear from heaven. For some reason in this verse, I thought this was so unique. In many other uh, areas of the Bible, the Lord talks about how close he is, how near he is to us. But for some reason in this verse, he wants you to know that he is in heaven and he is hearing you. He wants you to know his position in this verse as we are desiring for the Lord to heal our lands. For some reason, as we are praying and desiring for the Lord to heal our land, he wants us to know that he is far above us, meaning his wisdom is higher than ours. When we pray to him, we come to him as king of the world. The Bible says that the earth is his footstool. He wants us to understand that his ways as we pray for our land are higher than ours. He is above us. He is in heaven and he will hear us. And that should excite us that he is God and we are not. When we pray for our land, when we have all these desires and hopes, we need to understand that he is God and our desires are not God. We need to understand he is in heaven and his wisdom and his ways are higher than ours. The last part of that verse says, and then I'll forgive their sin and I will heal their their land. Notice that the immediate thing before the Lord promises to heal the land is that he will forgive the believer's sin. He's talking about believers here when he says that he will forgive their sin and heal their land. Tonight, before the Lord Tonight, we are going to ask the Lord to reveal again anything that is standing between us and him healing our land. If there's anything in our lives that we need to lay back down, he says that he will forgive our sins and then heal our land. Change starts with us and then flows to our land. So for some reason, this is the ingredient of how the Lord wants to heal our land. Firstly, he wants us to understand that we are fully loved and we are fully his. Next, we are branded as his new creation. He wants us to understand that. Next, he wants us to get low in prayer and be humble before him. He wants us to pray, truly pray and truly seek him and then let our heart turn in the different ways that he asks us to turn. He wants us to understand that he is in heaven, far above us. His wisdom is far above our ways. Lastly, he said he'll forgive our sins, and then he'll heal our land. So as we go into a time of of worship before our time of personal prayer, I want this verse, I want us to, to chew on this verse and really meditate on this verse. And at the end, when we have a time of corporate prayer, this is the only verse that we're going to be praying. We're going to really meditate and dive on this. So uh, during your time of personal prayer tonight, I ask that you would take a serious look at this verse and begin to dissect it again like we just did. So let's worship tonight.
Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand, and everything around me is shaken. I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus, cause he's never let me down. He's
as we start corporate prayer tonight, like I said earlier, we're going to be praying 2 Chronicles 7.14. So if you have a Bible, if you have a phone with the Bible app, if you want to pull that out, we're going to be praying different words, different phrases in that specific verse. The Bible talks about meditating on His Word, and we're going to meditate on this verse tonight. So let's, let's all pray together. Father, we, we start off praying tonight, Lord, for our land, and we first think about that phrase that says, my people. And tonight, Father, anyone in this room that may not know you, Father, we pray that they would encounter you tonight. And those of you who have, um, may have been in this building a hundred times, Lord, but would still say that they struggle with knowing that they know that they know that they know that they are yours. We pray tonight, God, for a, a change of, of mind. Whatever is blocking that knowledge of knowing that they are yours, Father, we thank you for releasing that tonight. We're reminded, Father, that you said that you knit us intricately together in our mother's wombs. Father, you designed us, you created us in heaven. We are your masterpiece. You said that we're the apple of your eye. So tonight, as we pray for our land, we first start, and we ask, Father, that we would know that we know that we know that we are yours. I pray that from this day forward, we would never struggle with that, Father. Even if we've had instances in our lives, for example, if we've had parents maybe that have um, failed us in life, Father, and we've projected that on you, I pray that that is gone tonight, Lord, that that if our parents rejected us, we know that you don't reject us. You never have and you never will. We are yours. And I pray for that revelation tonight, God, for us in this room. I thank you, God, that we are called by your name. Father, we are a new creation that the world has never seen, God. And as we think about you healing our land, God, let us remember that we are the salt of the earth. You placed us here as salt, as light. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us and wants to get out and affect people's lives, God. Let us not forget that we have been called by your name. If we have given our hearts, if we've given our lives to you, God, we've been called. We've been branded with your name, Father. The whole world can see our light, can see our salt. I thank you for that tonight, Father. I thank you tonight that we would humble ourselves. Father, so many times we want to do so many different things, Father, but pray. We want to do so many different things, Father, than to get low before you and say, speak to us, change us, turn our hearts. So many different things, Lord. But tonight I ask, God, that you would renew a contrite and humble spirit within us. Father, a heart that is soft and malleable, one that is on the, the potter's wheel one that you can speak to, one that, that you can turn, one that you can ask to do something at a moment's notice, Father. As you desire to heal our land, Father, you desire, desire, Lord, for us to have a humble heart first. Give us that humble heart tonight, Father. We thank you, God, that you're continuing to teach us to pray. We've been praying for 17 days, Lord. And the desire is that after these 21 days, it would be a habit, Father. And as we truly begin to pray, Father, like this verse says, there'll be some type of a deep seeking that will come out of our desire to pray, Father. And you said that those who seek you find you when they seek you with all of their heart. I pray, Lord, as we step past just the, the normal praying, Father, and we step into the seeking of you, Father, there are things that you're going to ask us to step away from. There are things you're going to ask us to turn from. There are things, God, that you're going to ask us to lay down. And I pray tonight, God, that we would understand that those are your ways, you're asking us to change those things in our life, God, because we're praying this verse tonight and we're asking you to heal our land and you're asking us to look inside first. You're asking us to turn from things big, small, what they may seem uh, kind of big, kind of small. You're asking us, Lord, to lay down everything that keeps us from you, that anything, God, that turns our heart to anything but you. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you for perseverance in prayer. 
We know that as we persevere, Lord, we get an experience with you. And when we have experiences and encounters with you, Lord, we know that that gives us hope. And we want hope in this season, Lord, as we would look around, Father, and it seems like everyone else, every other entity, every other thing in this country feels hopeless. We know, God, again, as the salt in the light of the earth, we are your ambassadors carrying your hope. So I ask for an increase of hope in our lives that we could deposit that into others' lives, God, during this time. The part of that verse, Father, that says, then you will hear from heaven. You are in heaven, and like we said earlier, the earth is your footstool. Father, let us understand that your ways are above our ways. Father, your wisdom is above our ways. But you said that we could ask, we could listen to you. You'd show us great and mighty things to come. Father, your wisdom and your ways that are far above the ways of this world are still accessible. You can speak those to us, and we can hear, and we can listen, God, and we can release those into our nation, Father. So let us be encouraged, Father, as some of us have lost hope as we think about praying for the healing of our land. Let us be encouraged that you are far above us in heaven watching what is going on, Lord. You said that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. You are far above us, Lord. We thank you, God, that you in your wisdom are far above us. And we thank you, God, for that the last section of that verse says that you would forgive our sin as believers, Lord. Tonight we come before you. And again, we ask, Lord, that you would show us anything in our lives that is keeping us from you, keeping you, God, from healing our land. If there is hidden sin in our lives, we ask that you would reveal that and we will deal with that, Lord. And we thank you for revealing that. And we thank you, God, for the last part of that verse, Father, that says in you will heal our land. We believe that and we speak that tonight. As we have went through these ingredients, Lord, of this verse in Second Chronicles, Lord, of leading up to you healing our land, we believe that you can and we believe that you will, Father. We thank you, God, that you are raising up righteous men and women, Father, in our local communities. Father, we thank you for righteous men and women at the state, Father. We thank you for righteous men and women, God, in the, the federal government, Father. We thank you, God, that as believers begin to take their place in you and as they begin to understand that they are yours, Father, they will begin to see, God, how we are intricately woven, God, into the healing of our land, Father, the, the friends we have, God, the business contacts, contacts we know, Father, that's all ingredients, Father, for you healing our land as we would affect them one by one, Father. And I, I pray tonight, God, that we would not lose hope, that we would not be the ones that would grumble or complain, Father, but we would be the ones that would take our nation before the throne of God, and we would put it before you, God, and we would say, Lord, have your way, God, that we would not be the ones, Lord, that would be the ones that would grumble and complain, God, but that we would be the ones that would speak life into this nation that you've put us into. For some reason, God, you have placed us here for such a time as this. And let us take hold of that and let us understand that we are here. We are your people, your children, your ambassadors, Father. And you've placed your words in our mouth to speak life into this season, Father. And so tonight I ask, God, that you would put life in our mouth for our nation. You said that our tongue can produce life and it can produce death, God. So in this situation, as we pray for you to heal our land, let us as believers, as we come in unity, Father, you said you would command the blessing when we are in unity. And so as we are in unity to speak life over our nation, Father, we know and are fully expectant, God, to see you move in the healing of our nation, God. Let us be found faithful in prayer regarding healing our nation, Father. We thank you that you hear our prayers tonight, Father. We thank you so much for what you've done these last 17 days, Father. And we are expectant for what you will do these last few days, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you, family. We'll be back here tomorrow at... 6 p
p.m. 7. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. 7 p.m. Wednesday night. Thank you. 